Thank you, JMJ. Today is 12102022. I haven't gone to mass yet. It's only 3 o'clock in the morning. Holy hour. What's up? Thank you, Philip. Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you, Robert. What's up? Ah, I'm feeling good. Thank you, Patty. He's only 22, but straight from Paris, we have a new croissant pastry chef. Oh, I wish you could hear him speak more French. I pray for him, oh Lord. Straight to Vegas. First French guy I know. But we didn't have too much time to talk, so I pray for him. Flowers that I was flirting. I was not flirting. I'm just trying to be nice, people. It's been my welcome to my world. It's my whole life story. My husband says, no hugging allowed. So, hey, what's up? All I got left is my smile and my friendly gestures. All right, that's it. I only touch your hand because I'm trying to give you change. The people I don't give change to, I just hand them the receipt. They never get to touch my hand. What? I can't hug people no more. I can't. Right? There's no double cheeks. Nothing. Right? We just contactless society. <sighs> all right. Whatever. That's how you want it. That's how you want it. I'm being accused of flirting just by being nice to people. I mean, it is company policy, is it not? To feed the spirit. To smile at every customer, every time. That's what I'm doing. I said, as long as they come back and shop here, what you, what, hello? It's not like I'm giving people out my number. The only reason they even know my name is because I have to wear a name tag. And apparently that doesn't even have to be the same every day. So whatever. So I just put a little pin, I, I, I put a little pin on my apron today because Lisa, I love Lisa. She be putting pins on her apron. So I'm like, oh yeah, that's a cool, right? Everybody's okay with her doing it. So I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to adopt that. So I bought two little pins, lapel pins from the gift shop at church. Love you. Pam, shout out. I will love to volunteer there, Lord, if you permit and you make able for me to do so but yes I would love to volunteer at church there's the hospitality there's the gift shop I'm thinking I'm a cashier so you know I'm trustworthy enough right anyways whatever I prayer intentions ain't gonna say none okay so yeah I got two lapel pins simple Understated, tiny, <laughs> very small. So, you know, I already have a little beautiful heart shape on my apron from Company Policy logo. Feed the spirit, little heart, you know, all kind of colors in there so you can see that it's like a kaleidoscope of love. Okay? Like rainbow, right? Okay, rainbow heart on my apron already. Thank you, Lord. And I'm just a, you know, little old me. Little Mr. and Mrs. Smith, you know. My my son asked, 
Why do they call them John Doe's when they don't know who they are? I, I don't know. Anybody know the answer to that? Anyways, so I have a little lapel pin, little gold heart, and there's a droplet in there that is, it's like carved out, so it's missing, but you see the intangible meaning of it. Okay. It's like a drop heart shape, and it's like a gold heart, but, you know, there's a hole in it in the, heart, in the shape of a, a droplet, a water droplet. And Right? Isn't that cool? And then the other little lapel pin I have is the little praying hands, the little teeny little things. You have to squint to really see what they are. Little praying hands. I put I put it next to my lapel heart so it supports it. Otherwise, it's just spinning. It looks like an upside-down heart, which is cool, which is cool. Anyways, yeah, that's me. And then I got myself a St. Benedict coin, right? And I'd be studying Latin trying to decipher the cool little Latin. What does it say? I don't have it memorized, but it goes something like this. Yeah, be gone, Satan. What you offering me is Milo. Not good. Evil. You think it's so good? Why don't you drink it yourself? Yeah, something like that. Because even Gina knew that they tried to poison him. Yeah. So he prayed over the poison cup. Bada bing, bada boom, it splits open. Spills all over the place. Well, I can't drink that now, can I? <laughs> yeah, you drink. Yeah, what's up, Chrissy? What's up, Flower? What's up, Philip? What's up, Dylan? What's up, Clay? What's up, Julian? What's up? Oh, she's going on vacation to Bethlehem or Jerusalem or Israel. She said, I'm going to Israel next month. What's up, Tanya? St. Columbus. And what's the other one for travels? We just read them the other day. I don't know. But, oh, Gina. I couldn't remember her name, but I was talking about St. Agnes. Now I remember. I found you guys a treasure trove. What does St. Helen and St. Agnes have to do with anything, right? She's like, well, just make sure you love Jesus at the end. I'm like, well, this is how I love Jesus. By getting to know his people. Right? It's like you want to go to Shaolin Temple. It's like you want to meet the, meet, meet the monk, head monk of the temple. You know, you have to go through all his disciples before you can meet the head monk. Abbot that. All right. So, I'm going through all his saints because all of them show me what he would have done in the situation. Because, you know, Jesus' life was only like, you know, cut short. So we don't get to see any, everything of what he would have done in every situation. So he did it through the saints because he said, I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. Right? What does it mean to be a saint? You were living with the Holy Spirit. You got it all. You, Jesus was in you. Marriage, Trinity, everything. How do we know that? That's why they're saints. That's why there's saints. But before you could be a saint, you got to be a, right? Four stages. Start, start as a suffering servant of God. Right, which leads us to the quote. Thank you, Robert. Love live chat on Divine Mercy Mass. He has been a fountain of awesomeness. And today I just had to take a screenshot of it because he says something. And I was like, what? That caught my attention. Thank you, Robert. He said, you know, 
at the end of it all, we're not going to complain about how much we suffered. Instead, we're going to complain about how little we suffered and how badly we suffered that little bit. Whoa. If that ain't motivation for suffering, I don't know what is. Because I'm telling you, y'all are the only thing that are getting me through day by day. It is a lot of out here. Calvary, please. Call him Calvary. Hello, hello, anybody? I hear hooves coming, people. I have my ears to the ground, and I'm listening for hooves. All right. So, thank you, Robert, for that awesome quote, which is actually from St. Sebastian. Right? I thank you so much for your uh, references. Sebastian. What's his last name? I don't know, but I've been looking for Sebastian. Right? Under the sea, we in party. It just so happens I met the guy who is from party. And he is so awesome to get a job as this awesome pastry a chef here in party in Las Vegas. I want to go. I've been looking for some awesome pastry chef because you know how awesome I love me pastries. <laughs> but I can never afford them. I just go and look. I know. No worries. Suffering saint. It's almost like I just looking at them is almost like better than eating them for me. Because, okay, you know how you go to a coffee shop, coffee bean shop, and you smell it? You can smell it from before you see it. And you're like, I, I smell coffee bean shop here somewhere. Just a tea shop. And, but when you drink the coffee, you never smell as good as it <laughs> never Right? It never tastes as good as it smells. It's awesome. It's still awesome. I love me coffee. But, I'm telling you. I'm just standing there. Like that episode in Voyager, when Kes was taught how to absorb all the life essence out of the plants, instead of just looking at them and being a tender. Okay, every time I talk, eat them. Okay, bye. I will introduce you to my treasure trove from Sebastian himself. Okay, bye. Sermons on Our Lord and His Blessed Mother and on the saints, panegyrics, and moral discourses, adapted to all the Sundays and holidays of the year, by Reverend Father Francis Hunolt, priest of the Society of Jesus and preacher in the Cathedral of Treves. Translated by the Reverend J. Allen, praying for Uncle Allen, D.D., Volume 2, New York, Cincinnati, Chicago, Benzinger, Benzinger, Brothers, Printers, to the Holy Apostolic See. Well, that's pretty credible, isn't it? Imprimatur, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, P. Strobino, Bishop of 
Pomp, Peciopolis, and Vicar Apostolic of the Eastern Vicariat of the Cape Colony. Copyright 1897 by Ben Ziegler Brothers. So, good news. News update. Straight from Paris, I asked Mr. Paris today. I said, Mr. Paris, how's Notre Dame doing? I heard it burned down, you know, the whole burning out. He's like, yeah, man. Did you know people came together and they raised up, what do you say, 200 something something, 200,000, was it 200 million? I don't remember. And the whole point was that the whole church, from this epic disaster, tragedy, the whole church community came together, raised the money, and rebuilt and and have redone Nostradamus Cathedral in Perry better than before. Isn't that beautiful? Thank you, Lord. How long has that thing been standing? St. Louis, what's up? Contents, sermon, XXX, V, I, I, I. What is that? Like 38. Okay. On the Holy Angels, page 7. On the Holy Patriarchs, XXX, I, X. Was that 39? On St. John the Baptist, page 17. On St. Joseph, the patron of our father, XI, page 30. On St. Joseph, conformity with the will of God, page 40. On St. Joseph as the patron of the dying, page 51. On the Holy Apostles, we have Holy Apostles St. Peter's, Saints, Sorry, SS, Saints, Peter and Paul, page 62, St. Andrew, 76, St. John, 104, St. Thomas, 117, SS Philip and James, 133, St. Bartholomew, 151, and Evangelist, Apostle and Evangelist, A.E., St. Matthew, 168, Apostles SS Simon and Jude, 183, buddy system, St. Matthias, 200. You want some martyrs? Here they are. L, on loving our enemies, after the example of St. Stephen, 220, L, I, 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 on St. Lawrence, 233, L, I, V, on St. Sebastian, the healer of all diseases, 244-LV. On St. Sebastian as a protector against the plague, 254. On zeal in the solidarity of St. Sebastian, 263-LVIII. On the holy pope and martyr, St. Clement. St. Clement. 272 LIX on the countless holy martyrs of Traves 282 Sermon LX on the honor which the people of Traves 
Is that not my favorite perfume? It is. But not spell the same. Derive from their holy martyrs. 291. LXI. I mean, it's lasted for this long. On the lesson which the people of Treves should learn from their holy martyrs. 300. This is so fragrant. Yes. On the holy confessors. LXII. On the humble doctor of the church, St. Augustine. 312. Is this not a treasure trove, people? This is a treasure trove. LXIII on the saint, on the great St. Augustine, 320. LXIV on St. Felix, Archbishop, Archbishop of Treves, 330. LXV on the wonderful St. Bernard, 339. Give me a puppy. Three X V I. Right, you know, you gotta lay down and just turn the bull barrel, and he just gives you that holy water. Oh yeah, look, holy water bottle only two dollars. It's clear, it's white, it's big, it squirts. It's got holy water written in gold and the cross in gold. You just go to the water fountain because it's running, because you can hear it. You know, they turn it off because they have to do the rosary before mass, but then they forget to turn it back on. But anyways, the maintenance guy turns back on, and it's flowing. The fountain at the church. It's in the middle of the church. It's where they baptize people. It's all good. Better than that spring at Bethesda. What's up? It's in every church. You just go get yourself some holy water. Take it home. Sprinkle it everywhere. Sprinkle it on people. Sprinkle it all at your work. They're giving away free church calendars. Hello? Extra, extra. Read all about it. You get a free church calendar from the church. It's better than the one from the grocery store. Get it for an extra one. She was like, I'm going to get one for my my work and my home. I'm like, there you go. And I'm going to get an extra one for my kids and my mama. Because she always gets them from the grocery store. So I thought, this will be a great Christmas present. Yeah, okay, great. I got to look at it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my kids have it in their backpack. Ugh. I'm telling you, I get stuff, but I can never... Enjoy it. It's just like my dream come true. What do you call that? A nightmare? I don't know. <laughs> I told you about my food dreams, right? I got these beautiful food dreams, and I'm like picking them all. Like I'm at a beautiful holiday Christmas party, company Christmas party, you know, with a big Christmas tree. Everybody's everywhere. I'm sticking by the food table, and it's the best food in the world. But yeah, right, it's catered at a hotel. It's beautiful. And yeah, I'm like, uh, I. I always wake up. I never get to eat it. Either that or I'm on a cruise ship. And one time I had a going away party. It was in a beautiful hotel. It catered for my grandmama. And she was, because I miss my grandma. I'm, anyways. I pray for her, Lord. I hope she is in that beautiful catered event in heaven with you. She wanted to be Christian, but they were killing them at the time, so... She half-heartedly became Buddhist, which now I'm finding out, you know, has its art. I mean, she, I wouldn't say she was real Buddhist. I would say she's real Christian. Like, she didn't know God, but she had it gotten in her heart. I don't know how to describe it. You know what I mean. She had the statue of Our Lady of China, Gunyam, you know. Anyways, beautiful ivory 
not ivory, ceramic, but good enough, ivory. Beautiful pose. You know, everybody knows what Gunyan looks like. Gunyan, our Lady of China, pray for us. In America, pray for us. LXXI on the Holy Empress, Helen, a mother of Christendom. Well, I couldn't have said it better than that. 392 LXXII on Saint Helen, finder of the cross of Christ. 400. You know Saint Faustina's first name was Helena, right? 3XXIII, right? How everything connects together. Isn't it an awesome spider web? On Saint Helen, who exalted the cross of Christ. 411. Anybody need a 411, huh? LXXIV on all the saints of God, 418. Well, if that don't say it all, it is a treasure trove. <gasps> oh, yeah. Treasures in heaven. Still praying for Mr. Who. End of table of contents. 10 minutes and 40 seconds. One last prayer intention before we continue. Um, since this is for uh, by Father Francis Hunnolt, and me being a little, well, you got that problem when you read things backwards because you're like, you know, Greek and Hebrew on opposite side of the table. I'm thinking of Hilton, and for my prayer intentions, I would like to pray for Hilton. Anything named Hilton, including Grand Vacations, which I would love to have a Grand Vacation. All right, great. Here's the Grand Vacations, Hilton, especially this week. All right. Thirty-eight Sermon on the Holy Angels Subject Roman numeral number one The Holy Angels are most perfectly united with the will of God. Number two We too should endeavor to be in full conformity with the divine will. Preached on the Feast of the Guardian Angels and of St. Michael. Text Angeli Eorum Angelis Semper Vident faciam patris mai qui in celis est. Matthews XVIII 10. What is that? Uh, 1810. Okay. Their angels in heaven is always. No. Their angels in heaven. Always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Isn't that perfect? Introduction. Quote, Their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. These words signify something more than the glory of the holy angels. 
by which they behold God for eternity. When we say of a servant that he is always, that he always keeps his eyes fixed on his master, we mean that he is always ready and willing to do and omit whatever he knows to be pleasing to his master. And this is what he, sorry, and this is what we must understand of the holy angels when we say that they always see the face of the Father in heaven. Yes, my dear brethren, there we have a perfect model of the conformity and likeness of our will to the will of God. As I now mean to show in this sermon, which shall be partly a panegyric and partly a moral discourse. End of introduction. We will be back with the plan of discourse. Plan of discourse. The holy angels are always most perfectly united with the will of God. This I shall show in the first part. Let us too endeavor to be in conformity with the divine will on earth, just as the angels are in heaven. Such shall be the exhortation in the second part. The first part, to the praise and honor of the holy angels. The second, by way of a lesson to us, that we may be, that we may imitate their example. Page 8. Help us here too, O holy angels, and thou, Mary, Queen of Angels. The angels always do what God wills and as he wills. As I have often told you early, already, the likeness of our will to the divine will consists partly in doing or avoiding what God wills, when God wills, how God wills, and because God wills us to do or avoid it, and partly in being quite satisfied and content with whatever arrangement God has made with regard to us 
and to all creatures. In great things or small, in high things or lowly, in agreeable things or disagreeable. My dear brethren, we find a perfect example of this twofold conformity in the holy angels in heaven. With regard to the first, the prophet David, wishing to give the angels a name descriptive of their office, calls them servants and attendants of God who have nothing else to do but fulfill His holy will. For we sing of them, Blessed the Lord, all ye His angels, you that are mighty in strength and execute His word, hearkening to the voice of his orders. Bless the Lord, all ye his hosts, you ministers of his that do his will. Benedicite Domino Omnes Angeli ejus, potentes virtute, facientes verbum illaius, ilius, ad audi endem vocem sermunum ejus, benedicite domino. Omnes virtutes ejus, ministri ejus, qui facitis voluntatem ejus. Psalm CII 2021. End of footnote one. All right, this is our. Trying to Bible study. Okay, great. <laughs> the question is, why did Jesus tell his disciples to buy a sword? Luke 22. 20. 22. You want one too? <laughs> Formerly, when the disciples had gone out on mission, they had not lacked anything. But now, they would need a purse, a bag, and even a sword. The saying is heavily ironic. Oh, this is Wikipedia. For Jesus knew that now he would have to face universal opposition and be put to death. Yeah, but why a sword? Catholic answers. Ah, let's, let's look Catholic answers. Wow. Clear answer. Uh, radically Christian. No, okay. Catholic answers.
Hmm. No, not real big standing on that. ChristianityExchange.com. No questions and answers. Lock can't read it. Radically Christian. Sell your cloak to buy a sword. <clears throat> Many Christians believe Jesus is teaching his disciples that when he sends them out into the world after his ascension, they will need to carry. All right, well, listen, a radically Christian. Nobody wants to touch it. But the Protestants have so much to say. All right, let's listen to Wes. What's up, Wesley? 0110-2018. Christian living re-examined theology. Sell your sword. No, sell your cloak to buy a sword. It's time for us to resume our re-examined series. By considering Luke twenty two thirty six, in which Jesus says, Let the one who has no sword sell his cloak and buy one. <clears throat> Many Christians use this passage as a proof text for the use of deadly force in self-defense. Time to read Axel Ridge. There you go. simple to me. But it is really what Jesus was talking but what is this really what Jesus is talking about in this passage? And don't tell me it's a rosy. That, that don't happen until like 1500 years later. Is Jesus commanding all of his disciples to arm themselves? Let's take a look at Luke twenty-two thirty-six 36 for a moment. How the verse is commonly used. Many Christians believe Jesus is teaching his disciples that when he sends them out into the world, after his ascension, after his ascension, they will need to carry swords in order to protect themselves from murderers and thieves. Uh-huh. Many believe this passage gives clear and undeniable permission for Christians to arm themselves against evil people who would do them harm. I don't believe in such an interpretation or application does justice to the context of the passage. I think when we look at the context of the passage, Jesus is not talking about self-defense at all. In fact, Jesus is very specific about why he wants them to have swords at that particular time. The context leading up to the passage... Luke 22 is all about the events leading up to Jesus' arrest. Luke 22, 2. The chief priests and the scribes were seeking how to put Jesus to death. Luke 22, 6. Judas consented to betray Jesus. So we got the priests and the scribes and Judas in on it. Luke 22, 7 to 23. Jesus took the Last Supper with his disciples, with his apostles, telling them about his coming death. 
Now we got apostles in here. Luke twenty two thirty four. Jesus told Peter, The rooster will not crow this day until you deny three times that you know me. So, everything leading up to the verses 35 to 38 was about Jesus' coming arrest. It would be very out of place for Jesus to be talking at this point about things they would need for the Great Commission, which wouldn't happen for months. It seems more fitting than that when Jesus told them that they would need a money bag, knapsack, and sword, he was saying that they would need those things that very night. They would need those things because of what was about to happen. Why did they need swords? Most importantly, Verse 37 tells us why the apostles needed swords that particular night. All right, 37. Jesus said, For I tell you that this scripture must be fulfilled in moi, me. That, that, that. That first word, for, is incredibly important. For I tell you, for I tell you. It is the Greek word, guard, G-A-R. It ties verse 36 and 37 together, and it assigns purpose. The reason Jesus wanted his apostles to have swords that night was so that a particular scripture would be fulfilled. The scripture the swords would fulfill was Isaiah 53, 12. And he was numbered with the transgressors. After Jesus explained the purpose for the swords, the apostles say, Look, Lord, here are two swords. And Jesus said, It is enough. We might ask, Enough for what? Enough for eleven men to protect themselves on separate missionary journeys? Well, that doesn't make no sense. Two swords are not was not enough for later de- self-defense, but they were enough to serve the purpose he just explained. Quote, that this scripture, this scripture must be fulfilled in me. Quote, and he was numbered with the transgressors. Jesus did not say they needed swords to protect themselves. He said they needed swords because he was about to be treated like a criminal. So keep reading the story. All right. As soon as they finished the discussion about the swords, he went to the Garden of Gethsemane where Jesus prayed and where a group of armed soldiers came to arrest him. When the apostles saw that Jesus was about to be arrested, they asked, Lord, should we strike with the sword? Verse 49. Without waiting for an answer, an apostle drew a sword and blood was spilled. The servant of the high priest cut his, had his ear cut off, and he was standing there bleeding. 
Jesus intervened, saying, No more of this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Verse 51. Read those words of Jesus again. Ah, do you think I would not suffer this cup? Handed to me by my father, something like that. No more of this. No more fighting. No more bloodshed. In Matthew's account, Jesus makes a more general statement. Quote, All who take the sword will perish by the sword. Matthew 26, 52. Then Jesus asked the leaders of the Jews an important question. How have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? Verse 52. In other words, You've come out here with weapons as if I was some sort of violent criminal. It's like the SWAT team just knocking down your house instead of knocking. The swords have served their purpose. For those who chose to see Jesus as a criminal leader, a couple of swords amongst 12 men was enough for them to say, Oh, see, he's a criminal. But those who have eyes to see and ears to hear know Jesus was not a man of violence, nor a criminal. He was the one healing the pain caused by violence, saying, no more of this. Conclusion I would rather this not turn into a debate about Christians and self-defense because that's not what this passage is about. If you want to study about self-defense, you'll need to look elsewhere in Scripture. Luke twenty-two thirty-six is not about self-defense, but about prophecy fulfillment. How can I be so sure of that? Well, because Jesus said it was about prophecy fulfillment. And who are we to disagree with Jesus, eh? For further study, I would highly recommend Preston Sprinkles. You like sprinkles? Apparently everybody likes sprinkles. Preston Sprinkles' book called Fight, colon, A Christian Case for Non-Violence. I love you and God loves you, Wes McAdams. All right, thanks, Wes. Here's a beautiful picture of him. Beyond the verse. What I discovered reading the Bible one book at a time. Wes McAdams. Alright, have fun there. Walk the walk, wherever you are. Bah. Retaliate with love. Radically Christian. Learning to love like Jesus. 728B. So why aren't you a Catholic? I don't know. Why? Bye. Love the church. The church is your mother, and Mother Mary is the mother of the church. Yes. And the church gave you authority the for self-defense. Basically, the church is the bride of Jesus, which is the wife of Jesus. So, which means the church, you, we are the children that came out from the church. Right? And Mother Mary is the mother of the bride. Get it? Mm. Mother of all. Mother of the bride. Mother of all.
Mother of all. Because as long as you have humanity in you, she's the mother of all humanity. <laughs> she's the mother of what, 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 what humanity is supposed to be. But Eve destroyed that. Isn't Eve? Eve is the mother of living. Yeah. All, 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 all human- living. Yeah, all living. But Mother Mary is the mother. Like her, the title that she, that she was given by God is mother of humanity. What that? How we supposed to be. How Eve was supposed to be before the fall. That title was supposed to be given to Eve, but Eve messed it up, so that title can't give it to you. It's the same thing like, like, like David was supposed to build the temple. He died, but since but since he, you know, God forgave them, but his hand still wasn't clean. So then, God said it's going to have to be your son, is going to be the one that built the temple. Not you. That sucks. Um. Well, he kind of did something real bad. <laughs> he made his brother in arms go to get him, get him killed, making it look like. That, uh, that's murder. Yeah, so he can say, I, I didn't kill him. That's the same as the Pharisees trying to kill Jesus, right? I, the Romans killed him. I had nothing to do with that. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh, not only that, he went to a gypsy. To, to, <laughs> to, to conjure, uh, who was it he conjured up? <laughs> it was a gypsy. Like a witch. He went to a witch and could Consult with a witch. Consult. 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 Get advice from. Yeah. Instead of getting God. David? I think it was David, right? Where was this? This is after he sinned and and then, man, I I can totally feel David. But I respect David, man. I respect him. For what? He repent. Yeah, he 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 repent and God honor it. God God, you know. But his hand wasn't clean, right? Wasn't like like he want no history, like basically no nothing. Kind of like you don't want a criminal record on your hands. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you 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 trying to build a temple to be like a a you know what I mean? And then when he comes. Built the he wasn't satisfied what he saw, so he's like, "This wasn't written. You made my house." Uh, he said, "You made my house of you. You made my father a house of harlot." But was that's really bad, dude. Was Jerusalem like the temple that David built? The only one time you see Jesus ever angry is that one. Like, you know what I mean from the movie like that you don't see Jesus get angry but that that that's that's the one where well no he's angry at the Pharisee when he called him yeah I was thinking about that I was like did he, he get angry at the Pharisee yeah but like but like when you made the the man he as you get angry for the right reasons right exactly you see that you see that don't make Jesus like this 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 oh he's He's not a, he's, he's, like, they wrong about him. Do you understand he, this? He's like, white, he, you didn't finish. Exactly. It's, it's, they, they, they made Jesus into this, 
This what? This 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 Tobian love god that don't get angry. <laughs> Doesn't it? Are you supposed to fear the wrath of whatever? Yeah, but but that's but then you got people who fear too much, so they go not and fear, but I, like I would fear your authority of hitting respect. Me the, yeah, that's why God keeps saying, "Don't be afraid." What was Sodom and Gomorrah? How's it different? You falling off the cliff? Exactly. To me, it's no different. You you broke the law. So, so God destroyed it, right? Just like you broke the law of gravity and you fell here and died. Yeah. Or you broke the law of water, you played around too much and didn't think about the curtain and carry your ass out like Mama did. <laughs> what are we talking about? Mama Anthony. Oh, you, you that. Know, right? She thinks, she thinks, she thinks, oh, it's fun, it's nothing going to happen. And then, and then lifeguards sit and, and then her. And then the wave carry ass. That's called breaking the, the law of water, meaning... Either you ignorant about it, or you just was careless, and it happens. So yeah, it does not care. It does. The, the, the law does not. Okay, the law is the law. This is why Jesus said, if you if you want to try to go that way, you 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 going against the law. You 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 try to go to all the law that's written. Go ahead. He, what he's saying for thousands of years, no men have ever passed the law. <laughs> That's my realization. And once I realized it, and he said that no one can go, no one can go to heaven, no matter how hard they try. Isn't it pointless though? But then there is a point. Either, either, either what he said is pointless, or there's a point to it. Wait, then if you don't get, well, not no, but if you can't go to heaven, no matter what you do, what's the point? Right. But there's a way to heaven. Yeah, but you just said there was no... Uh, you just said there's, you can't do anything, you can't get to heaven, uh, no matter what you do, right? You just said that. No matter what you do. I, I didn't say there, there, there's a do way, there's a... There, I mean, I, I didn't say there was a do. I said there's a way. So it's not to do list. <laughs> no, there's nothing you can do on your own effort to get there. There's no way. On my own effort. Yes. No one said about your own effort. That's that. That's how I was with you. See, you cannot walk your way towards heaven because heaven demands perfection. See, it's real simple logic. Heaven demands perfection. We're so far how would perfect. you achieve perfection? We're far from perfect. So they go, perfection, the law. The law is perfect, therefore if I pass all the law, then I get to heaven. Then what did Jesus say? You study the law of Moses, but none of you able to keep the law. And these are Pharisees. Right? <laughs> he says none of you are able to keep the law. You like it? You like a white sepulcher? Look good on the outside, but inside you are nothing but your a dead man's bones.
All right, we got Catholic Answers on Self-Defense, and we got Catholic.com on Self-Defense with Father Sebastian. Catholic Guide to Self-Defense by the Catholic Gentleman. <laughs> okay, people. All right. All right, I want to hear from a gentleman. The Catholic Gentleman. The short answer is yes. <laughs> Look at the picture. How long is that barrel? <laughs> you see all the bullets in the floor? Is that yes. <laughs> Look like snow, but it's bullets. Imagine you're looking for a parking spot at the mall on a busy weekend. You finally found someone pulling out of a spot, and once it was empty, you pulled into it. But because there is a lot of traffic, you did not see another driver who had been waiting for the same spot for five minutes. You took the other driver's spot and didn't even know it. That actually happened. Happens all the time. In too much of a hurry. Guilty. As you and your family leave the car, the driver jumps out of the car, enraged and screaming obscenities. He is well built and looks like he could do some serious damage. Yeah. You try to calm him down and explain that you didn't see him, but it isn't working. Finally, he pulls out a knife and begins brandishing it aggressively while moving closer to you. Your family is terrified. What do you do? <clears throat> Question. Is self-defense ever justified. Hopefully the above situation never happens to you, but these and similar scenarios do happen all the time. As Catholic men, we are justified in defending ourselves and our families. Or should we meekly turn the other cheek, come what may? The short answer is yes. Self-defense is justified. <laughs> oh. Still haven't explained anything to do with the verses. Okay. Let me break it down. Jeez. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll break it down. Break it down. Lethal force. Those who try to save their life will lose it, and those who lose it, their, this is very important, my part, very important. And those who lose it, their life, for my sake, not your own personal uh, Car, agenda, your personal property uh, intentions. No, no, property um, argument of your own personal. Uh, Bullshit. And squabbles. Okay. Now, if you sitting here, you are you are speaking the Lord, and you trying to like, cause you you commanded to right, and you doing that, and some dude, I'm telling you the truth. Here, see that's different. Here, the other cheek. For my sake, you die for my sake. Not not cause you got y'all fight and then you die. Oh, over a parking Lord. space. 
Right. It wasn't about God. It was about some parking space. <laughs> if anyone, see, I need to know the Latin. Parking we gotta go to be accurate. We gotta go to like the Greek and the Latin. Exactly what he said. Did he say brother? Did he say anyone? Did he say man? What exactly the Greek translation or the Hebrew or whatever the hell? Because this is getting ridiculous. Okay? Now, it says strike. If anybody strike, you're on the right cheek. Obviously, he ain't talking about no sword. He ain't talking about no gun. Slap you in the face. They said, if, any, if anyone, because the Bible is, look, if anybody slap you on the right cheek, you ha give them the other. And then I hear a verse, if any man strike on the right cheek, what is it? Strike? Slap? Uh, 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 punch? I mean, we got to go, with the, these little things right here is very important because people, oh, that means the same thing. No, it's not. If he said, if any, if any one of your brothers, it makes a big difference. If any one of your brothers hit you on the left, you give him also, if it's brother, which mean, how's it brother? Okay, uh, we are, in the, we have the same blood, we shouldn't be doing that. We're brothers, like biologically. Okay, so, uh, let's say your, your, your mom died and your dad remarried, so now you have half brothers. Does that mean you can slap them halfway? <laughs> this is stupid. You're brothers. Different mother, but you're brothers. Because buying by your father's blood. You're still brothers. Okay, let's say your, your, your mom died, but he married another widow. Okay, that's allowed. Right? So now you have stepbrothers. Still brothers. Okay? Let's, let's, let's go further. Okay, some neighbor dude. Okay, is he my brother? Well, that depends. Does he serve the Lord Jesus Christ? As his Lord and God. Yes, then he's my brother. Go ahead, strike me. <laughs> and we have to be arguing, or we have to be talking about God, or, or arguing over God. He said, for my sake. Right? That could, that could mean all his awfulness of everything he commands. <laughs> it get tricky, though. Right? Okay. Over what? You see what I'm saying? This is crazy. Now, if he said, if anyone, that mean all. <laughs> that mean all, right? That, see, now that, the situation is a little bit different now. You, you see my point? And he also said this, you will always have the poor, but you don't always have me. Since, I'm, since they are taking me away now, Right? Uh, you should go buy a sword now. Because, you know what I mean? I'm not going to be here able to protect you. What, when the wolf come and strike, he said all of you will be scattered. He told you ahead of time. All that probably on the same night. Right? You should sell your cloak and go buy a sword. How do you know that he's not testing them? The same way he go. Man, we got 5,000 people here. You go feed them. Does that mean he want them to go feed them? 
Oh, 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 is it, he, he testing them like, look, I'm not going to be here no more. Maybe you think I'm a, a limit to just a man and I can't protect you when I'm not here. Remember in Chosen, it's like, but you wasn't there. How the miracle happened? Like, I have to be there for the miracle happen? How about you missed the part where some soldier dude, high rank officer came. He said, my son's sick. He said, go. Your son will be fine. He don't need to be there. Roman. How do you know that passage wasn't like, since I'm going to be gone now, I think you should go buy a sword. How, how do you know that wasn't like a test to see, to see where you're at? But y'all think too hard. And then he said, those who pick up the sword will perish. Like, it's so contradicting. You see my point? But, but what about the part where he said... He's he, making a point. Yeah, he's trying to make a point. Because, because, you, you know, I f find another passage, like, like, like when he, f he fought, didn't he tell this about, these people are hungry. He said, why don't you go feed them? And then the Gospel of John said, actually, Jesus already know that, you know, Jesus was just testing them. Like, if you think about how many times did Jesus said, the sea? When storms all over the place and they they scream, Lord, Lord Jesus is sleeping. And he's like, What is it, what was all this rattling about? Like why 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 are you screaming? He said, Calm down, see. He's like, why are you afraid when I'm here? Like like you you're not getting it that you like you think I'm a prophet? Like he wanna tell you like he's more than just a prophet. <laughs> like I'm the son of God. Like, prophet is part of prop. Like, I can prophesy stuff. I'm not done with the fridge. Could someone take care of Alex? I don't know if that makes sense yet. <laughs> like, like he, oh, he told me, he's like, why don't you go for you? And they're like, Lord, that would take 200 silver coins. Like, the Lord is right there. <laughs> hey, y'all not getting it. <laughs> There's not, not, not much verse on it, other than go 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 sell your cloak and get a sword. Like, where am I, meatloaf? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just the same way he said. You put more trust in that little piece of metal than you do on me. Right. Basically, he's like, says I'm gonna be gone now. Like, like. What? Just I gotta be here. Forever, be like, on your side. What about all the other people? And they went and bought a sword. But like, why would he just say two? He said one is enough, and they had to, to like two, like two. Okay, two, fine, two. Like if that was gonna be able to stop them, like they make you feel better. So <laughs> you, you, you think you know what I'm talking about? Just like a security blanket. Go ahead. <laughs> you want another voice? You want another voice? I didn't come to this world. Listen to this. I didn't come to this war to make to make peace, but with a sword, but with a sword. I didn't come into this war to make peace, but with a sword. What sword do? It cuts stuff. Separate? Maybe? Anybody? Is that what you're talking to? What are you, what are you going toward? I don't know. It's still coming. What exactly is it? It said, go sell your cloak and buy a sword, right? I didn't come to make peace, 
but with a sword. That stand between a mother and a father. That stand between a brother and sisters. Sounds like protection to me. I'm running to the guy with the sword. I just I don't see the explanation that fit that. You understand that? Like, like that's why I need to go back to the original Greek to see exactly what he said. Did he said brother. Did he say man? Did he say anyone? What is the exact translation from the Greek or Hebrew or whatever? You know, the original language. What does it actually mean? Men. Do you want to be holding the sword, or do you want him to be holding the sword? Hello. How good are you with the sword? Hello. I, I need a. Or it could, or it could be to see how 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 long have they been listening? You know, like like all this time he's about sword. He's talking about a lot of time with sword. That that he's... one. I didn't come in with with a, with a sword. That's one. And then he says, um. He's trying to stretch your brain to think about what omnipotentus means. He said, "Live by the sword and die by the sword." Live by the sword and die by a sword. You're gonna sell your cloak to you go get a sword, and he just stopped there. But the verse before that, it said, "Hey, I'm going away, hey, and and then you will be struck and scattered." Right? I don't know. All that is on the same on the same um, verse on, on the same line or not? Because if it is, is he talking about? Look, I, I'm I'm about to go away. They about to come get me. So. Like, if you need to, sell your cloak and buy a sword. And he just stopped there. That's kind of like the same, same other one where he said, Look at 5,000 people, and, and why don't you go feed them? They're hungry. And like, Lord, 5,000 people, that would take over 200 silver coins. And then, and then the narrative said, Actually, Jesus already know what they're going to say. <laughs> Hello. But you have that narrative, therefore people don't question why did Jesus say told, told him to go fight? Obviously, they couldn't. Now, obviously, if they had took what Jesus said, go buy a cloak and buy a sword, like you didn't fucking get anything. You didn't understand anything. And exactly, they didn't understand the whole point of that passage is to let us know that, that Jesus told them several times what was going to happen. And they still didn't believe, or they still kind of like, I, I don't understand what's going on. Until it actually happened. And they were scattered. They were scared. I don't know if they went and bought a, a sword or not. I mean, they, you know, they went and everyone went to their own house, said. <laughs> right? So, so if you need, if you need to go buy a sword to make you feel more safe, then so that's fine. But you didn't really get the point. Right? So who's staying out of the end? Mary didn't go buy a sword. John didn't go buy a sword. Uh, Mary Magdalene didn't buy a sword. They were all there across the whole entire yard, yo, and burial. So what's the point? And he said those who live by the sword will die by the sword. Those who, who live by the sword will perish. So, so why did he tell the disciple, go? It's just a simple test. Like, man, this whole time I've been with you. Okay, the same thing. Like, Lord, just show us the Father. That's all we need. <laughs> he said, like, this whole time I've been with you, what is it that you don't understand when I told you if you see me, you see the Father? Like, you kind of, like, missed it when he told you to stay awake. 
and like like pray with me a little, that's the sword. I don't know. I'm just saying. It, even my explanation doesn't make any sense. By the, the only thing I can say, like that, that, that really was irrelevant because because that verse is more testing. You see, my so I don't know if you. That's get, the most irrelevant verse of the whole conversation. Yeah, like it, it goes everything opposite from what he's he's telling you. Okay. When put it like this. Now that he's prosecuted, maybe they haven't know who he really is. Because if they know who he really is, they would have made, Lord, why would we need a sword when we have you? You oh, see? Wow. But set, set, is because men are physical. So now he's physically getting tied up, but not spiritually. Right? They, they haven't understand the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. None of that was, none of that until he ascended. Right? Sell your cloak and buy a sword. That was just testing him. Like, all these people are hungry. Why don't you go buy him something to eat? I'm just saying, like, that, 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 what he said was pertaining to what was happening. Okay, so if we look at the verse before, he said, look, I'm going away. I'm, they're about to come and get me. And when that time comes, you will lie, you, Peter, you will lie to me three times. He's telling you all this. And this is the last night. I'm going to go away. Okay. So if you need to go sell your, hey, hey, I'm going to be arrested and killed and persecuted. And one of y'all going to betray me. Hey, Judas, go do your thing. Right? So now they don't know what's going on. They're like, someone betrayed? He doesn't come and what? Like, like they all scared. When he, they, they like, what's going on? Like, why are you telling us this? We don't want to hear this. But my time is up. So they kind of scared. So he's like, "Well, go, 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 sell your cloak and buy a sword." Like, how do you know they're not using the sword to strike down some wild animal while go preaching? How do you not know that, right? Maybe the sword is meant for like, like wild animal and you know, to protect yourself. To you know what I mean? To chop and tree down. You're in the, you 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 traveling, right? Y'all all assume that, you know, whatever, protection too. I mean, protection don't have to be from just human. It, it could be from, like, some some possessed demon dude. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, so be it. I like in The Chosen how he just threw, what's his name? I was like, was that Jude? Was that Jude? That Simon. Was... That was Simon. The other Simon. Yeah. The quiet Simon. Yeah. Ninja so, Simon. So I don't think of that much of verse. They say, yo, that's just caught that. Well, it didn't have so much. Look at look at the verse before. He, he's saying, this is my last night. I'm about to get captured. You're going to betray me. You're going to do this three times. Uh, if you need to go sell your... Uh, 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 if you need to go sell your cloak and buy a sword, you know. How is that not the same thing as, hey, feed these... Like, obviously... <laughs> Just clearing the bridge. Can I play my games now? Yes. Okay. Thank you. I don't know if that makes sense to you or not. Okay. Now let's don't get confused. Self defense. Let's talk about that. Your body's your temple. 
And you believe that guys do out there and you need to protect the temple, don't you have the right to protect your temple? He said, if my people, listen to this, if my, my, if my people were to be here, wouldn't they rise up to defend my, to defend me? So are you saying like the only thing worth dying for is his name? That's what it sounds like to me. Hmm? I should I should not be stupid enough to get myself in a situation <laughs> where I'm gonna die over stupid stuff. Wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. To me. <laughs> but if you are going to attack me because of his name. Because I'm not willing to bend on my principles. Then yeah, I'm willing. That's a situation that's worth me dying for. So that everybody know why I'm dying for in his name. I'm not going to die over stupid stuff. You can have that. <laughs> I'm very clear. I'm gonna let you know. I'm I very can always clear. get another or whatever. Okay, you you want to go accuracy by Bible? I'll give you two punches. It said strike on the left and strike on the right. That's two, right? Not the third one. It didn't say third one. Fear the man who can kill your body and soul. Hello. All right. So let's 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 look on. We'll get back to the whole buy the cloak and and sell your cloak and buy a sword. Let's let's dive into. I didn't come in to get peace, but with a sword. Interesting, right? Yeah, cause it ain't peaceful so here. So here, Jesus, and you're like, I need some some protection. Check this out. Like, here, Jesus, I didn't come here to give you peace. I came here, but with a sword, and everybody like. All he has is his cloak. Where's his sword? That's not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> they all look at. They all look at him like, "What is he talking about? Where's his sword?" I don't see him. What is it? What is his intention with the sword? He hiding it he somewhere. Said, he said, "I I come to stand in between a mother and a daughter." Thank you. I need some protection from my mother. Sword. Is verbal abuse a thing? Sword. How do I protect myself against verbal abuse, people? Sticks and stones. Found this way back in the first year ago. Thank you. I need a verbal sword against a verbal attack. How about that? I'm not sure if that's still good. I just found the. I ain't touching you. I'm just talking you to death. Hello. You're talking me to death. Alright. You ready? Thank you, baby. You ready? Yes. The sword is his word. Yes. <laughs> the My sword words will stop you is in your tracks. Exactly. Verbal judo. Yeah. Talking smack. To stand between. Smack you with some words. Between the Pharaoh and the Gentile. <laughs> I stand between the Pharaoh and Gentile. Oh yeah, Jesus. Uh are you saying we should should we pay for Caesar? Should we pay tax to Caesar? Um, Lord, it's a trap. It's a trap. You can't. Ask, but it's a trap. 
I'll strike this down right now. <laughs> I'll strike it down right now. Didn't he strike it down? Right? Between Caesar, and, and, between the government, and the people. Should we pay tax to the government or not? One word, he struck it down. Hey, Jesus, hey, Jesus don't answer that. It's a trap. It's a trap. Don't answer that question. We dead. We dead, man. <laughs> they didn't know how to answer they, that. They, you should look at their face like... You can't say nothing about that C word. He goes, give me your coin. Whose face is on this coin? Seagull. Like they said, like, with, like, you're going to lose this one. Right? He said, okay. What belongs to Caesar? Give back to Caesar. What belongs to God? Give back to God. They all look at him like, we never heard this before. <laughs> They're like, all the different type of officer, yeah, what now? <laughs> <laughs> they they like, it's like Bailey's Casino will the not Pharaoh? take your Caesar coin. I'm, I'm sorry, the Pharisee were like, and then we heard this, this is messed up. <laughs> like, guilt came in. They ain't gonna show, but Jesus know their guilt. You, you, you caught a gnat and you swallow a camel. Meaning you, you took in this much, but you, you like raping the peoples to, to make this much of a profit. And you set up the kingdom of God against men. Instead of like allow men to come to the kingdom of God, you said you were cock blockers. <laughs> you cock blockers. Man, when they heard this, they they like they didn't have nothing to say. So I was like, yeah. At the time when I my my, my I wasn't growing yet, all I see was yeah. He got out of the trap. But as I get older, I study that verse over again. He just spanked your ass. He he killed your ass. What belonged to God? Well, gold and silver belong to God. Well, you can't have that until you... Well, what are you going to stamp it on? How are you going to stamp your face if that belonged to God? You screw. He defeated your ass. Do you make gold? No. Did he, he make bang it? He didn't no. want to do that. He, that that, that would have destroyed. That would have... Like, that would have sure. started... That would have started... Uh, 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 <laughs> a government take down. I mean... <laughs> Where's your sorcerer's that stone, huh? That would have taken down the whole government. Like people would rebel. I mean, but but no, not yet. In time. <laughs> oh, when I when that personal Robinson came to me, I was like, wow. Isn't that crazy? So, you can't claim what you didn't make. You can do it, but then it'd be called stealing. Stealing God's stuff and making it your own. Making it worse and patent it and making it think it, people say it's better, but you can't say it here. What happened? Whatever. It's so dirty, baby. They don't hear nothing because all you got to do is take it forever. That's called slavery. Mmm, really good. Dirty, girl. Dirty. Sebastian, what's up? Today is one two one nine two zero two two. 
2-3 is coming fast upon us, people. Got to get ready for the new year number writing now. You know, right? Because I used to always have this habit when I had to keep writing dates. It'd be like June by the time I got used to writing 2-3, and it's like half year through already. Anyways. Made in his image, we are at I Fight Him With Love. .files.wordpress.com St. Sebastian, patron saint of athletes. I didn't know that. I'm an athlete of sorts. Name athletes you know that you aspire to. I only have one right now. Michael Phelps. Oh, yeah. You know what? Why? Because his only competition was himself. That inspired me. Good enough. St. Sebastian began his life in Nordbone, Gaul. <gasps> yes. Don't worry about it. Catholics believe he was educated in Milan and became a soldier at Rome in 283 A.D. There, St. Sebastian was named a captain in the Praetorian Guards. Shout out to my awesome dude, actor dude, who played Matthew dude, who now has this awesome new channel talk t educating me about Roman structure of generals. Really cool. Check out his channel. What's his name? Don't remember. I'll tell you later. Praetorian Guards by the Roman Emperor Diocletian. And the stories say he was well-loved by the ruler. We do not know how or when St. Sebastian became a Christian, but Catholic tradition holds that he converted other soldiers and a governor and bolstered the sagging spirits of at least two Christian captives who were awaiting their own martyrdom. In the time that he served as a soldier in Rome, Eventually, the emperor came to hear of St. Sebastian's faith in Jesus and ordered him to be tied to a post and slain by arrows. <laughs> Go watch the movie, Hero. Highly recommended. Jet Li, Tony Leung, all your favorites are in there. Donnie Yen, hello. St. Sebastian was left for dead, his body horribly pierced and bleeding but by virtue of his physical stamina and God's will, he did not die. A widow whom Catholics called or call Saint Irene found Sebastian's body and nursed him until he was well. Saint Sebastian used his recovery to publicly rebuke the emperor for his cruel treatment of Christians. The emperor, in response, commanded his soldiers to stone St. Sebastian to death on 0120-287, and that's the end of that. We'll be back. A.D. Let's hear from another radical Christian. From 666 Heminary, or heminary.org. 
One there is above all others. Well deserves one there is above all others. Well deserves the name of capital F, friend. His is love beyond a brother's. Costly, free, and knows no end. They who once his kindness prove find it everlasting love. Which of all our friends to save us could or would have shed his blood? But our Jesus died to have us reconciled in him to God. This was boundless love indeed. Jesus is a friend in need. When he lived on earth abased, friend of sinners was his name. Now, above all glory raised, he rejoices in the same. Still he calls them brethren, friends, and to all their wants attends. Could we bear from one another what he daily bears for us? <gasps> Yet this glorious friend and brother, capital B, loves us, though he treat Though we treat him thus, though for good we render ill, he accounts us brethren still. Oh, for grace our hearts to soften, teach us, Lord, at length to love. We, alas, forget too often what a friend we have above. But when home our souls are brought, we will love you as we ought. Source, Trinity, Psalter, Heminal, number 262. The author, John Newton. England, 1725, London, 1807 was born into a Christian home, but his godly mother died when he was seven, and he joined his father at sea when he was eleven. His licentious and tumultuous sailing life included a flogging for attempted desertion from the Royal Navy and captivity by a slave trader in West Africa. After his escape, he himself became the captain of a slave ship. Several factors contributed to Newton's conversion. A near drowning in 1748, the piety of his friend Mary Catlett, whom he married in 1750, 
and his reading of Thomas A. Kempis, Imitation of Christ. Ooh, bookmark. In 1754, he gave up the slave trade and, in association with William Wilberforce, oh yeah, Wilberforce, eventually became an ardent abolitionist. After became, becoming a... Go click here. Oh, man. Add. Oh, look, it's available. Oh, wow, what a resource this is. Heminary.org. What's up, Dallas? Portrait by William Samuel Wright of Mr. Newton with his fuzzy hair. Looks like he has earmuffs on and he has fuzzy hairs on top. That might be just earmuffs. Okay. He has a black cloak on. Kind of like saying Faustino, you, it's all black. Just can't see none. And just a white strap around his, hung around his neck. Mama? Uh-huh. Oh, just laying on both sides like a tie that's not tied. You're free. Freeman. Was he? Me. Let's hear the story. Very interesting and inspiring. And the same guy who wrote, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that said a wretch like me. Something like that. I want something like that. I got to get the whole thing. Hold on. Arabic, Chinese. Oh, sing, yeah, yeah. What? Su, All right. I need to practice my. Still waiting for a Chinese teacher who's willing to talk to me. A word from Jesus calms the sea. Oh, okay, I'll just, okay, I'll just read what I can. Okay. A believer free from care. In English. Nice. What's the numbers for? Uh, numbers mean instances. Authority languages. Okay. And as, like meaning the author. Got it. Texts by John Newton, 518, that's a lot, in multiple languages. We have Arabic, which I cannot read, Korean, which I cannot read, Chinese, which I cannot read, Arabic, Arabic, okay, 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 a lot of Arabic people. Can I, can anybody want to, anybody speak Arabic, want to sing with me, anybody? All right, English, no, that's not, that's Chinese, that ain't English, what the? Dong. My pinging is so bad. I'm so out of practice. I'm sorry. Skip it. Great. So we're in the right place. Okay. A believer free from care. Four instances. A glance from heaven with sweet effect. Effect. Are you affected? Are you? Are you? Nine instances. A lion. Though by nature wild, two instances. A word from Jesus calms the sea, two instances. Adam in paradise was placed, two instances. 
Afflictions do not come alone. Mm, three instances. Afflictions, though they seem severe. 124 instances. Again, our earthly cares we leave. By who? Reverend John Newton. What year? 1725. To what year? 1807. Praying for Newton, blessed. English and 79 instances. We got, you hungry? Because we got something in Hungarian. Two instances. Okay, I'm just winging it. Okay, great. English, back to English. Ah, what can I do? Or where be secure? Two instances. Ah, oh, what can I do? Seven instances. Ah, who can speak the vast dismay? Six instances. Alas, by nature, how depraved. Fifteen instances. As Elijah's servant cried. Only one instance. We might start with those. Oh, Portuguese. Alegra. Oh, triste. Carocao. No pobre pecador. Oh, yeah. Pobre pecador. Two instances. Back to English. All outward means till God appears. Oh, you just dropped it. No worry. I'll pick it up for you. Here. Enjoy. You're welcome. You're welcome. Harba dei dei-a. Spell transverse. D-E-A. Not die. We're not dying today. Jack. Rose. Not tonight, Rose. Not tonight. Aww. So cute. Alma mia. Piede adios. Although on massy pillars built. Mm, massy pillars built. One instance. I might start with that. Oh, here it is. Amazing Grace. 1198 instances. What does that mean? I don't know. But it's 1,198. A lot of people clicked on that probably. That's what that means. Amazing Grace. Oh, there's two versions. The lesser known version. It's got four instances by John Newton, author stanzas. Well, you know how I like to take the road less traveled. Should we click or keep reading? Um, it's a lot more. Oh, keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Keep, I'm a fast scroller, people, and I'm still scrolling. Oh, my goodness. It's humongous. It's humongous. I got to say this. I got to say this. All right, we'll just, we'll just do Amazing Grace for now. That's the only one I know. It's the only one I know. All is well with my soul must be in here somewhere. Okay, we'll sing Amazing Grace. Which one? Okay, got the less traveled one first. Four instances. Amazing Grace. Exclamation mark. How sweet the sound. Author? Stanzas. Oh, AKA stanza. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, oh, author of the stanza. And then there's an offer of the refrain. Yes, see. Okay. 
You want to sleep now? All right, we'll sing later. Goodbye. My chains are gone. Oh, that's the tune. My chains are... Oh, oh I'm not... Oh, let's get... Can I see the words? Where's the words? Where's the words? Lift up your hearts. Psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. There's like over 600 of them. Oh my goodness. I'm going to be busy. I'm getting busy, people. Chris Tomlin. Oh, Chris Tomlin wrote the refrain for this one. Yeah. Scriptural references. Oh, we got them for you. No worries. Louis Giglio. <laughs> yeah, I'll be the gig I'll be Giglio. All right, let's go. I'm trying to find the words, though. All right. Bye. For now. The trembling gowler, a believer free from care, to the tune of L-E-Y-D-E-N, or S-P-O-H-R, Spore Leiden. I've never heard of that before. Let's begin. A representative text. A believer free from care may in chains or dungeons sing if the Lord be with him there. And he happier than a king Paul and Silas thus confined, though their backs were torn by whips, yet possessing peace of mind, sung his praise with joyful lips. Suddenly the prison shook, open flew the iron doors, and the gowler terror-struck now his captives help implores. Trembling at their feet, he fell. Tell me first, what must I do to be saved from grief and hell? None can tell me thus but you. They replied, look at Look to Jesus, if on him thou canst believe. By the death that he has died, thou salvation shall receive. While the living word he heard, faith sprung up within his heart and released from all he feared. In their joy, his soul had part. Sinners, Christ is still the same. Oh, that you could likewise fear 
then the mention of his name would be music to your ear. Jesus rescues Satan's slaves. His dear wounds still plead, forgive. Jesus is the utmost saves. Jesus to the utmost saves. Sinners look on him and live. Hymns and Spiritual Songs for the Use of Christians, number 51. The Trembling Gowler, a believer free from care. Meter 7.7.7.7D. Author John Newton. Trembling. What's a gowler? G-A-O-L-E-R. All right, next on the list. Heminary.org. Author John Newton. Published in nine hymnals. Oh, that's what they mean by instances. Published. A glance from heaven with sweet effect. Um, quick note before we start. John Newton, kill brackets, lightning in italics, unkill bracket. This hymn dealing with the moral and spiritual thoughts suggested by lightning in the night appeared in the Gospel magazine, April 1775. Oh, I would have been negative like 200 years old. Yeah. In the Olney Hymns, 1779. Okay, good enough, it's been published. Okay, got it. Dictionary of Hemonology, 1978. I mean, 1907, whatever. All right, can I get the words now? No, no, I can't get them. Okay, never mind. Well, you just get a glance from heaven. That's all that all does. This is. I'm looking at you. So. I wonder why people wear sunglasses. I'm still gonna stare at you. <laughs> With my eyes closed. John Newton was born into a Christian home, but his godly mother died. Yeah, story of our life. 
a lion, though by nature wild. Two publications. Let's take a lesson. It's funny how people try to play it off like they're not looking at you. <laughs> so I decided to stare at him until he tried to not look at me again. <laughs> and this time I saw his eyeballs for a quick second. Again with no words, okay. We'll be back when I find some words. Ta-ta for now. Toodaloo. <laughs> Toodaloo. Toodaloo. Where's... Oh, you going to the loo? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I see. So... Those didn't... A glance from heaven with sweet effect. A lion, though by nature wild... And a word from Jesus calms the seas. They don't have anything under authority languages for that, so we just won't click on it. The next one that does is Adam in paradise was placed. Oh, this was... Isaac Watts was involved in this one. It was authored by Isaac, praying for Isaac, best dummy ever. We miss you. All bright. He's all bright. Isaac Watts, author John Newton. Isaac Watts was the son of a schoolmaster and was born in Southampton, July 17. 1674. He is said to have shown remarkable precocity in his childhood, beginning the study of Latin. In his fourth year, and writing respectable verses at the age of seven. At the age of 16, he went to London to study in the Academy of the Reverend Thomas Rowe. As in Rowe versus Away? Yeah, that R-O-W-E. He was an independent minister. In 1698, he became assistant minister in the IC, Independent Church, Berry Street, London. In 1702, he became pastor. In 1712, he accepted an invitation to visit Sir Thomas Abney at his residence of Abney Park. And at Sir Thomas's pressing request, made it his home for the remainder of his life. It was a residence most favorable for his health and for the prosecution, pro oh, prosecution of his literally, to read more, click here. Wow. Okay, we'll read more later. Thank you, Sir Isaac Watts and John Newton.
Okay, this still has no verses. Oh, my goodness. All right. Now you see. Now you see. All right. This one has 124 instances. How did I get that one to show up? Let me click on it again. A believer free from care. Yep, it has the verses right there. Okay, heminary.org. This is why I don't use you, ain't it? Can you give me the verses to Amazing Grace? How about that? Anybody? Anybody? Click in. All right, great. Finally. All right. I memorized these verses long ago, and it really helped me. I would write it down on a piece of paper, and I would just sing it to myself on the long bus subway rides home to work and home. It took me like a good one hour to get to work and a good one hour to get home. So, ah, DC subways, George opening. That's what it sounded like to me. It was saying doors opening, but it would keep saying George opening. <laughs> Made me laugh every time. I love St. Patrick's Church in D.C., which is where I went to Mass every day at lunch and grabbed my ball and bawled my eyes out, grabbed my eyes out. It was great. Went back to work all refreshed. Had no, nobody to eat lunch with. Yeah, I had no friends in that company because I didn't find out on the last day why, but I've told that story before here, so whatever. Amazing. Um, everybody's sleeping. Okay, can you sing it quietly and nicely? I guess we'll try. I have to go low. Low, low, low. How St. Benedict restored, Pope Benedict restored the Latin Mass. Let's do it. Lower your chin. Stephen Wonder, but now I see twas grace that taught my heart. Somebody yesterday on LinkedIn said, oh, can you be my mentor? And I kind of ran away and I was like, uh, 
so I guess this is my reply. And grace, my fears relieved. Oh, <clears throat> I need to breathe <clears throat> more. Oh, precious did that grace appear. It's too cold for a swimming pool, so. The hour I first believed. Though I remember last year, a lot of people going swimming and getting baptized, and I pray for all of them. Through many dangers, toils, and snares. Right, St. Michael? I have already come. T-shirts. Twas, twist grace. Lower chin. Has brought me safe. You know how hard to sing this, this song. <laughs> Thus far. And grace will lead, especially when I can't sing loudly, me home. Can I whisper? The Lord has promised. The Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. His word my hope secures. I can't Cures. Okay. He, he, he will my shield and portion be. He will my shield and portion be. As long as life endures. Yes. When this flesh and heart shall fail, and mortal life shall cease, I shall possess within the veil a life of joy and peace. Enjoy. The earth shall soon dissolve like snow, and the sun forbear to shine. Three days of darkness. But God... Hello, I mean, every day, every day there's darkness, so you just count three. Who called me here below will be forever mine.